There are ancient legends across many cultures that tell of a demon or deity that feed on the blood of the living. These tales, with the belief that the dead could rise again, gave way to one of our most well-known monsters, a being so powerful and charismatic that you could easily become their next meal. This monster's complexity has inspired media for centuries, and will continue as humans remain under the trance of vampires. <laughs> Welcome to 13 Degrees of Screams, where we watch and dissect your favorite spooky movies. I'm your host, Alex. And Stephanie. And this is a mostly horror podcast. Each season, we will rank 13 movies on a scariness scale from, you guessed it, 1 to 13. We will uncover the real-life myths and legends that inspire these movies and tell you just how authentic they are. This week, we accidentally say yes to the dress with the invitation. So, Stephanie. Yes. Have you seen the invitation before watching it for the podcast? No. And I was actually very excited to add it to our list because I had wanted to see it when it came out. I don't know why I put it off, but I did. And I think I was just excited because I hadn't seen a recent vampire movie for a while. It was exciting that it was like coming back into a genre, you know? Yeah. Same here. I wanted to see it, although, to be honest, I saw the trailer, and it basically gave away everything, everything. so I was kind of like, well, no surprises here. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, like, the plot point, the fact they were vampires, yeah. everything. I'm like, this is the worst fucking trailer. Right. <laughs> like, way to just throw out everything. Literally that... everything. Yeah. So this is the first one that we're covering that neither of us have seen beforehand, mm-hmm. so... What'd you think? Not great. She said no to the dress, Haney. No, she did. I was just very disappointed. I know. Overall, especially with the protagonist. Really? Yeah, I wanted her to be a lot better, stronger, and better at life. (laughs) Damn. She was not good. Oh, no. I wanted to root for her. You know, like, you don't often get, like, a black female protagonist. Yeah. And I wanted her to be, you know... I basically wanted her best friend to be the protagonist instead. She was the best character. She would have been so much better. I loved her. Any <laughs> any scene with her, I was like, great. I'm a fan. But Shantae did make the point when we watched it that her best friend would have never made it on the plane. Like, oh, she, she wouldn't have done any of that No, <laughs> she was smart. Right. Homegirl, our main character, no. The most That's gullible so woman living in New York, I could say. Like, <laughs> yeah. Although, to be fair, I'm a very gullible person, so I probably can't talk, and I probably would have been like, yeah, let's do this shit. So, that being said, from an outsider's perspective, no good. No good decision making. No. In, like... No common sense. No. Like, you fell into, like, everything. Yeah. All the traps. All the... They weren't even trying that hard. Like, like, damn, she was easy. Right. Hook, line, and sinker. (laughs) But yeah, it wasn't the greatest. I will say it was like a well done movie in the sense of like cinematically. And... The look is nice. Yeah. Yeah. The plot though. Nah. And then by the time like everything is revealed, quote unquote. Which we knew because we watched the trailer. Yeah. We had paused it and there was only 30 minutes left. I was like, so we're not even really getting to the meat of the story until the very end. And then it's just going to be over because they didn't know where else to go. It dragged. Yeah. So we're just all supposed to be shocked by the dinner scene and then just bye. <laughs> yeah. I was kind of telling you before we recorded that 
Normally I could tell if I like a movie, like if I fall asleep during it, I'm not invested. And I may have nodded off a little bit I don't blame in the you. middle before the <laughs> whole dinner situation. So part of my memory may be a little fuzzy. Well, I took notes, don't worry. Well, thank you. <laughs> but I just, that's a good indicator to me is if this movie was worth my time. And I don't think that it was. Yeah, no. Although, I, I must say that Shantae was probably my saving grace for this because... If I didn't have someone to watch with and talk oh, about it, yeah. I watched it with Nick, so thank God. I don't know. I wanted to like it, though. Yeah. I really was going in, like, this is going to be cool. Right. No, no, no. No. Not quite. And then this is why we're probably not going to get another vampire movie for another five years or <laughs> Thanks something. Thanks, the invitation. Yeah. We're screwing everything up. Right. Oh, my God. Where did you have the invitation ranked on your scary scale? Well, I ranked it as a four. Four. That's... More accurate to my seven. But in my defense, I ranked it before we saw the movie. Oh, Alex, I could hold that over my head. That's no, okay. It's fine. I based it off the trailer, which seemed a little bit more exciting. Yeah. Honestly, though, I think I would have ranked it the same way or pretty close to that based on the fact that, one, it's already on Netflix. And I feel like you don't always get like the good movies right away to Netflix. Yeah. One. And then two. That it had given away so much of the trailer, it was like, it can't really get much worse from here because <laughs> we already know what's happening. Like, yeah, but I was hoping that the more, like, scary moments were the things that they didn't show. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe this is more intense than... Right, I kind of saw it either or, and I did debate on, like, oh, you know, like, they already gave away the plot. There must be, like, a lot of meat to the story. We're going to find out so much more background. Or there's going to be, like, a lot of good scary moments. No. They gave you the whole damn cake. Like, the rest, like, everything you didn't see in the trailer was just filler. Yeah. Like, you watch the trailer, you've seen the movie. A lot of times people say that, like, facetiously, because this is by far one of the most spoilerific trailers. Like, the whole thing. The whole plot. Right. The ending doesn't even matter. They even do the same thing almost with the beginning, too. Because, like, you know exactly. How she got there and why she got there. Yeah. Okay. And then <laughs> and then you're following the protagonist basically doing the steps that we saw the woman do in mm-hmm. the very beginning. So. Yeah, there's no shock, no what's going to happen, because you know. Right. That's not a knock on the movie, that's a knock on the trailer. But regardless, even if the trailer didn't tell you, it would have been like, ah, yeah. so scary, so Yeah. Scary. They could have helped themselves out a lot, though, by being a little bit more mysterious. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> I don't know. Do you want to hear some background on this movie? Sure. So, The Invitation is a 2022 American horror thriller film directed by Jessica M. Thompson and written by Blair Butler. The film stars Natalie Emanuel and Thomas Doherty. It's inspired by the novel Dracula by Bram Stoker. Bullshit. What? No. Where? Which where? Show me where. The film follows a young woman who, following her mother's death, meets a long-lost family member for the first time, only to discover the dark secrets they carry with them. Dun-dun-dun! Okay. Originally, (laughs) over it already. Yeah, sure, fuck off. (laughs) Originally titled The Bride, the film was produced by Sam Raimi and Robert Tappert's Ghost House Pictures, with Butler writing the script. However, Raimi and Tappert exited due to scheduling conflicts. By 2020, the film's director, producer, and new title were announced. Casting occurred from May to October 2021, with filming beginning that September in Budapest. The invitation was released theatrically in the United States on August 26th in 2022 by Sony Pictures Releasing. 
It received generally negative reviews from critics. Big shocking there. Mm-hmm. Praising Emmanuel's acting, but criticizing the story, screenplay, and horror elements, and basically everything else. Right. <laughs> the right. film was a box office success, grossing $33 million worldwide on a $10 million budget. Yeah. So a lot of people spent a lot of money assuming that it was going to be better than it was depicted. Yeah. I mean, at least they made their money back. Yeah. But I'm sorry for everyone who paid money to see this. I'm yeah. glad we did not. No. Thank you, Netflix. Would you like to go into the plot? Yeah. AKA, do you want to tear into this? Yes. Let's go. Real hard. Amy <laughs> Jackson is a struggling artist in New York City who makes a living catering with her friend, Grace. Appearing to have no other family ties as her mother has recently passed away, when she's gifted a DNA test at work, a distant cousin from England named Oliver Alexander reaches out and she agrees to meet him. This is only like one message, by the way. Like, you know, like, hey, turns out we're cousins. Want to get coffee? No, I do not know you. Yeah, that's a weird gift to have, and I get the reasoning for it, but like, just sets off the plot. Like, here's a DNA test. Who gives that away, honestly? And like, part of me was like, okay, well, let me give her the benefit of the doubt because he contacted her through the whole site that this right so she DNA thinks he's family so yeah but you don't know these people does it just because they're family doesn't mean they're good people right like everyone's related to well not everyone's related to a murderer but a murderer <laughs> is related to somebody you know what i'm saying right so vet him a little bit yeah like, jesus like oh family no yeah. no 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 that's not it yeah you could be getting conned in some way like what if every time this man gets a new link on his family tree he just completely rips them off you know you yeah. don't know just because your family does not mean they're good people. Right. So Oliver explains that she's actually part of an old family scandal, as her great-grandmother, Emmeline, had an affair with a black footman, which is why their relation was unknown, as her grandfather was raised away from the family in secret. He convinces her that the family is dying to meet her, and that she should come to an upcoming wedding in Whitby at the new Carfax Abbey. I don't want to go to weddings of people I know. Right. Well, that's not... Totally true. People that I'm not super close with, let alone a technical stranger's wedding. Yeah, with a stranger. In another country. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Don't do that. No. Don't do that. But she's like, yeah, why not? <laughs> Free drinks, probably. I mean, it is a little, I guess, exciting. Honestly, though, when they pitched it in the trailer, I thought, like, this man was trying to date her or something, and then something took a turn in the yeah. movie. When it comes across as your cousin... It just wasn't... You could say, like, you got, like, swept up in the romance or something like that and have that excuse of being, like, wined and dined and go to England or something. That's yeah. kind of some girl's dreams to be just taken on a plane somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> but, some boys dream too, Stephanie. Uh, sorry, sorry. Yes. <laughs> Everybody wants to be whisked away by a millionaire. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> so, I guess I could get it, but when it's your cousin and you're going to a family wedding, what's the point? <laughs> yeah. You're going to a wedding, you have to probably give them a gift. You're related to them? like Yeah, do you think they're going to somehow be like, oh, it's our long-lost cousin, here's like some part of the family wealth? I don't know. like what. Yeah, it's going to be weird. It's awkward seeing people you know. Like I said, it's weird doing that, let alone people you've never met. Like, oh my god, could you imagine going to a wedding by yourself? To a wedding of people, you don't know a single person? Yeah, no. That sounds like a nightmare. No, I do not have enough social ability to do that. I'd rather run I'm into... I'm all out of points. <laughs> right. I'd rather run into a vampire. Agreed. <laughs> like, on the street, just randomly walking. Yes. Fuck this wedding. 
When they arrive, she bumps into a maid preparing for the event and is offended by the butler, Mr. Field, when he yells at the maid for Evie's clumsiness. <laughs> Asshole. I know. This is the worst. Uh, very. However, the disagreement is broken up by the charming lord of the house, Walter DeVille. And I was like, Walter? Walter is the name of the vampire? Like, give him something suave, you know? Like, I don't know. Walter's. Dimitri. Yeah. <laughs> Walter. I don't know. Fucking Walter. I mean, like, if you turn into a vampire, Stephanie the vampire. <laughs> Alex the vampire. I would go by Alexander. Yes, there vampire. you go. But there's probably, like, a Carl vampire out there, right? <laughs> I don't know. Like, but Walter is, like. Wally is a nickname for Walter. Wally. <laughs> Wally the vampire. Wally the vampire. Yeah. Good old Wally. Yeah. Oh. Love him. <laughs> we just spoiled the surprise. Oh, shoot. Which is fine because you could find it in yeah. the trailer. <laughs> yes, of course. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, not, it, nothing matters. So she is ushered to her room, like completely separated from her new cousin friend. Like, just bye. Like, have fun. I was like, you're not even going to be, like, across the hall or anything or hang out with me? No, it's just, like, go to your room. Goodbye. <laughs> I would be attached at the hip to whoever was the one to invite me to this. Right. Not that I would even go to begin with, which we established. But if I did, stupidly, I'd be like, I'm following you around. You are taking me everywhere. I'm not going anywhere without you. Yes. Like, you are my lifeline. Here, yeah. Like, be prepared. No. Right. No, not, not this. So she's introduced to her lady's maid, Mrs. Smith. It's very ritzy, and she has her own maid, apparently. So then the next day, Evie meets the rest of the Alexander family at a ball of sorts. They, they just go from party to party and weird gathering to weird gathering. Yeah, it's very strange. It's just like every day is something different. And she's yeah. just like, okay. More like a wedding week than, yeah. than day. <laughs> The company is predominantly men, and she meets the maids of honor, an overtly rude woman named Victoria, and a kind woman named Lucy. I'm not gonna lie, I kind of stay on Lucy. Yeah, Lucy was sweet. Victoria, like, I know, I know women can be taller than men. I know they exist. <laughs> but she just seems larger than everybody in the whole cast. It just, it's very off-putting. She just I didn't really... seems gigantic. <laughs> Not like in a fat way or anything, just like super tall. Like she's a giant and everyone else is just mere peasants. I don't even notice that, to be quite honest. Like she's taller than Walter, too. And like. Good for her, honestly. Yeah. Power. Right. Strength. She does embody that. <laughs> However, when she asks about the bride, she receives weird looks like they don't even know who that is and eventually told that the bride and groom will arrive later. Walter and Evie become close over the next day or so as they dance and share their hopes and dreams for the future. However, it's not all what it seems because there are also odd things happening. She sees the ghost of Emmeline hanging herself from the stairs. Maids start disappearing, abducted by shadowy creatures, and Evie even discovers that Walter had researched her before she arrived. You know what I will say? Going back to the ranking, I honestly forgot about those scenes where the maids were kind of like, those were a little creepy. Those were a little creepy. I'll give, I'll give them that. That yeah. was a little, like, off-putting. Okay. They're, like, weird shadowy creatures that you don't see. Yeah. Her handmaiden or whatever, her maid. That person. Yeah, Mrs. Swift <laughs> warns her about strikes. These carnivorous birds that live outside the house and we just never deal with it ever again. Yeah, what was Like, the... one hits her window one night, but that's it. Yeah. Okay. Don't go outside. Yeah, I, I guess so. I don't. I don't get it. 
I'm still trying to make that connection. Like, there, there is none. No, they didn't couldn't even make the connection. They're like, oh, this is fun. We'll throw it in here, and hopefully, they don't realize. And then back to like they got close, like within like the span of what seemed like a blink of an eye. Yeah, they're like she seems to be charmed by right Walter, her Wally over here, <laughs> good old Wally, sweeping her off her feet. At a family wedding. Like, even if things went well. And she was, you know, everyone was perfectly normal. Yeah. <laughs> to go back and tell your friend that you met a guy at a cousin's wedding. At a family wedding. But to be fair, they're not related. Let's make that clear. They might as well be. <laughs> Somebody's like, no, they are. Uh, I will get to it, but they might as well be. You're not wrong, but they're... At one point, I call him her cousin husband. <laughs> <laughs> husband. Her husband. Yes. Wally the husband. He might as well be. <laughs> so Wally over here. And then, yeah, she finds all these papers and stuff. Yeah, he's, like, researched her background. I mean... I was like, yeah, I kind of probably would have, too. I wouldn't have printed it out like no, that. But like I, an old man. <laughs> if I was inviting someone to my house, I would yeah. definitely be looking them I She was she was pissed. Right. I was like, oh, good. <laughs> she does confront him about this. Like, this is the only time we ever see her really have, like, a backbone and be upset about these weird circumstances. But Walter explains it away, saying it was just a background check to ensure he knew what kind of person was staying in his house. And she just completely looks past that and doesn't feel threatened or anything. And they have sex. (laughs) And one thing leads to another. And then they have sex. Yeah, I get that she was upset, but also not. Because, again, I would have done it too. Yeah, there's something else that happens, I think, prior to that, that where I would be like... Okay, time to go. Yeah, she was at one foot out the door, but then he was like, it's a misunderstanding. And she's like, you're right. You're right. You're right. Kissy, kissy. Yeah. <laughs> and then they go to Bangtown. Yeah. I think it's because when she's in the office, like, creepy stuff is going on when she's looking through the files of her. <laughs> Your office is creepy. I need to leave. <laughs> I mean, fair. Yeah. But <laughs> that'd be a weird reason. Yeah. Also, she was snooping. She was. So, shame on her. Shame on you. Either way, like, enough signs have been there, though, I feel like, to be like, this is odd. Yeah. the background... Honestly, honestly, she should have thought it was odd before she came here. <laughs> right. The background check is the least of the problem. <laughs> right. So, afterwards, Walter playfully brings up that they should just get married during the wedding festivities this weekend, as everything's already in place, and she jokingly agrees. Joking. Wink, wink. Right. Jokingly. <laughs> Joking. <laughs> that night... At the rehearsal dinner, Walter announces to the family that Evie and he shall be wed, realizing that they were the supposed bride and groom all along. With her cousin husband. (laughs) With her husband. That was in the trailer. Yes. Also, what if she said no? Movie over? He says at one point, like, you already gave me consent. It doesn't really matter at this point. When? Did she give consent? Right after the scene. Um, Technically, because she agreed when they were joking about it. Well, that's what I'm saying. What if she didn't? Uh Uh-oh jokingly say oh, that. Mm-hmm. Is he like, oh, fuck. Oh. I guess go home? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Actually, yeah. Like, if she was like, haha, that's weird, no. Maybe <laughs> maybe they would have been a little bit more restrained at dinner if she was still not suspecting that it was for them. Yeah. But since, like, she already agreed, they could just be like, okay, everyone can eat blood now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, now that she agreed, but I'm just saying, like, what if she didn't do that? Like, I guess 
If someone jokingly asks to marry you, just say no to be safe. Yeah. Just, just be like, case. that's not funny. Just in case you've made like some sort of verbal binding agreement. <laughs> like our poor old Evie did just yes. now. And things take a 180. Right. So suddenly Mr. Fields slits a maid's throat over a bowl and Victoria, Lucy, and Walter drink her blood, revealing themselves to be vampires. It turns out that the Alexanders are one of three families in a blood pact with Walter to exchange a woman from their family to be his bride in exchange for wealth and power. Originally, Emmeline was intended to be his bride, but she killed herself after losing her lover and child and felt ashamed for killing humans. The reason why everyone was so overjoyed to find her was that the Alexander family had been lacking another woman to replace Emmeline until now. This is the lengths you had to go? Yes. Find an American? Like, what is the at? Like, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, it's just they just needed someone related to her to be a woman. That's what it was. No other woman. It, just... I guess not. Okay. And this is where the waters get muddy, I feel like, with relations. Because even though he's not technically her... Blood-related. Her blood-related descendant or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or she isn't. Her descendant. Yeah. Her great-grandmother... Was ...assumingly slept with this man that she just slept with as well. And making him almost like her step granddaddy. <laughs> or... Yeah. I mean, it's like, what are you doing, step granddaddy? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, a little bit. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. So she. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's not okay. That's no. not fun. Yeah. But at least they're not blue related. Look, silver lining, Stephanie. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's all I got. That's all I got. So, Evie becomes hysterical, so Walter's other brides, Lucy and Victoria, take her into the cellar and try to reason with her. Lucy explains that together the four of them will become all-powerful. Evie will gain the strength of a hundred men when she consumes the master's blood, and when he drinks her blood, they will be granted eternal use. All right, you know what? Sure. (laughs) Shantae was like, yeah, maybe. Why not? (laughs) Like, he's rich. I don't have to work again. Yeah. I mean, he's not terrible looking either. Yeah. No, he's very cute. He gives kind of fan of the opera, Gerard Butler kind of essence. I mean, you're a struggling artist in New York. So, I mean, it might right. be for the best. Right. Yeah. No. But, no, don't do that. Worst things could happen is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. at, least, at least he's not just going <laughs> to... You could die. At least he's not going to kill you. He's actually going to make you powerful. Like, yeah. It's not awful. And, I mean, so, to be fair, she did sleep with him. And not to say, like, you need to be married to anyone you sleep with. That's not what I'm saying. But it seems that she had feelings for him. Right, right. It's so what that he murders people and drinks their blood. Everyone has their quirks, Stephanie. <laughs> but she looked past so much to get here. Why are you turning away now? <laughs> yeah. I mean, m- murder is a good line not to cross. But at this point, what are you going to do? As well. Might as well. <laughs> So Evie isn't coming around to the idea just yet, so Victoria locks her in a coffin for the night, but she's set free by Mrs. Swift. Hell yeah, Mrs. Swift to the rescue. Yes. She also did mention at one point that Mrs. Swift was the handmaid for her great-grandmother, too. Or grandmother, whichever. I don't know. How old is Mrs. Swift? Jesus. And I was like, so does it work for her, too? Or has she been a handmaid since, like, infancy or whatever? Because I don't know how she's alive. (laughs) point <laughs> maybe maybe like her grandmother was her first client question mark you know what i'm saying uh, at like the if, ripe age of like 18 maybe she's she's old yeah Mrs. Swift, so it kind of checks out 
It's her great-grandmother, though. So she's been alive for, like, four lifetimes. Unless the great-grandmother was already, like, in her 40s. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, somehow Mrs. Swift is select. Maybe she's part vampire. <laughs> maybe. We just don't know. Yeah, yeah, maybe. So Mrs. Swift tells her how to escape the manor, and specifically not to stop running until she leaves England. Run straight out of the country. Right. <laughs> just, cross, just run across the water back to America. And just like... <laughs> I mean, if you really are serious about getting away. You'll find a way. <laughs> Unfortunately, she does not heed this advice, and, like, basically the first shop she comes across, she's just like, oh, hello, can you call the police? Like, no, go to the airport. Yeah, I mean, so I'll continue, and I'll I'll say my point. Okay. About Mrs. Swift. (laughs) (laughs) So she runs into this shop that's run by this, like, little elderly couple, but they're like, drink the tea, drink the tea. I was like, don't drink the tea. I knew immediately as yeah. soon as she walked into the shop. Right. The dolls and stuff in the shop were creepy. Yeah, of That's course. Yes. So she's eventually just knocked unconscious. Like, she tries to fight them off, but barely. Yeah, so basically, I assume the whole town kind of <laughs> Is in knows about. with them. Yeah. yeah. So back to Mrs. Swift. This is what you should say. Do not stop running until you leave England, comma, because everyone knows about this. Right. Yeah, maybe. Always over-communicate. Right. Don't assume people are going <laughs> to A, listen to you, or B, know any better. This is Mrs. fault. Yeah, okay. I don't know. I feel like... Well, yeah, she should have heeded the warning, but like, in all fairness, you're going to try to find help the first chance you get. I guess that's true. So, we probably should have told Evie that all these hoes in the town... We'll turn your ass in. All these hoes be tripping. They are. <laughs> so she's taken back, and when she awakens, she's with Walter and a maid who he is slowly feeding on. Mm. Yeah, lovely. He reveals himself to be Dracula, and I was like, no. Did he say that? Yeah. This might have been the part of fell asleep. Yeah, he, he basically says, he's says Dracula. he's Dracula. Walter, yeah. Wally. No. No. Um, He's just got a big head. Dracula would never. Like, no. <laughs> no. We're not going by Walter. Right. Uh-uh. And tells her it doesn't matter if she doesn't want to marry him now, as he already got her consent. Next thing we know, Evie's walking down the aisle to marry Walter, and she bites him, <laughs> consuming his blood, and immediately becomes a vampire. Like, no rest period or anything. Just no. right then and there. Also, you gave consent. But, however, consent works also. You could take that away. Yeah. And he's like, No. 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 You could, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Apparently not in vampire culture. Not in vampire world. It's like, oh, yeah, you're dead. <laughs> she then sets fire to the chapel, stabs Walter in the chest, which ages him dramatically, get him, get him, get him. and helps one of the maids escape. Honestly, like, good for her, but it's almost a little too late, because she has been so meek and mild throughout, aside from being, like, a little offended with Mr. Fields. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that one time. <laughs> yeah, but, like, otherwise, like, she has seemed like there is... No fight in her. Well, she is part vampire now, so... I, I guess. Maybe that's what got her through this <laughs> part? Maybe. I don't know. I really don't know. She is then attacked by Victoria, but Lucy saves her by forcing Victoria and herself into a spearhead, turning them to ash. Yeah. like, well, gee. Get him, Lucy. She was... Like, Lucy, you didn't have to go. <laughs> yeah. Like, what about Evie made you think, like, you know what? This is not Right. Right. Like, and she Evie? Been, yeah, she does explain, too, that she's been 
his wife for a hundred years while Victoria's been his wife for five hundred years. I was like, so was it five hundred? That was only two hundred. No, five hundred and one hundred. That's a big gap. Yeah, so I guess Victoria's had a lot more time with Walter to make sure she loves him. <laughs> so how big do you think the gap is between Lucy and Evie then? Other five hundred? Five honey? That's a thousand years. How old is Well, she said she's only been with him for a hundred years, so so I guess technically Emmeline was the second wife and Lucy was chosen in between all of that. Okay. So it was like four hundred year difference between Victoria and Lucy. Yeah. And then like a hundred between Lucy and Evie. It doesn't really matter. He's just like, time for a new wife. Like, what? Yeah. It's really weird that they've waited all this time. You know, like, if your main goal is eternal youth and everything, you know, I think you'd get right to it. Right. (laughs) Time's ticking. Right. We gotta go. I don't know. Very strange. Well, but they do specifically need women from those families. So I guess that's why you have to wait. A hundred years? Four hundred years between? It ain't checking out, is my point here. Maybe Lucy's family only had boys for 400 years, 400 years. Oh, my God. That was a dry <laughs> You think he's acting all crazy over Evie. Could you imagine all acting right. over Lucy? Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. So after that comes Mr. Fields, who admits he should have killed her great-grandfather and grandfather when he had the chance. Evie breaks off the spearhead and plunges it in his chest. She is then chased by Walter, who's climbing the ceiling, and grabs her by the throat. Evie uses a cutting wire, I don't know, like a piano wire or something. Yeah, I don't know where she gets wire. this all of a sudden. <laughs> a wire? <laughs> yeah, just, just has it. <laughs> to sever his hand from her and pushes him into the rising flames. She reverts back to a human at his death and finally escapes the manor as it's engulfed. Yay! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks later, Evie and Grace have found Oliver paying off the police and trying to flee. But they plan to kill him as revenge for tricking Evie and allowing the vampires to murder for his own gain. And Oliver was the cousin who contacted her at the beginning. Yep. I was like... Okay. Yeah, like... What else? Is this setting up a sequel where she goes and hunts vampires? He's not even a vampire, though. That's right. You're right. He's just a normal person. He's just greedy. (laughs) He's just an asshole. Just an asshole. Yeah. To be fair, play devil's advocate, he was born into this family that... Presumably has just had generations of... Been doing this for a while. That, like, if he doesn't, he's probably going to die. So it's like a self-preservation thing. It's fucked up still, however. Meh. Meh. I was happy to see Grace. I'm like, yeah, Grace. Yeah. But also, I don't think she would have done that. No. She would have been like, you're on your own, girl. Bye. I did like that she brought a bat and she was like, it's ironic because he's a bat. Or he was friends with bats or something. But comedy gold. I was Love like, her. Great job, Grace. <laughs> Grace was actually the hero of this movie yeah. from afar. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was not great. I just wanted Evie to be a stronger protagonist, and she like was set up to be. I feel, yeah. And whoever wrote this, I think, wanted her to be, but by the end, it's a little too late. Yeah, it's so hard to like root for her because even she's not invested in her own goals at this point. Like. They're, like, laying in bed or something during this time where he asked her to marry him and just talking about, like, their goals and stuff like that, like, what they'd like for their lives to have, like, what they want for them to happen, not even together, just individually. And she's like, you know, I've made sculptures and stuff for, you know, pottery, another pottery thing (laughs) for so many years, but I'm not getting anywhere, you know, it's, I don't know what's 
happening in my life kind of thing. Yeah. So she seems kind of desolate without a family and without a job and stuff like that. So it's weird that I guess she's not so open to becoming a vampire at this point. Honestly. She has nothing else to live I, for. That's what I was saying. I'd be like, you know what? Screw it. Let's do it. Yeah. I mean, besides, again, the moral implications of having to kill people. Mm-hmm. No, it almost seems <laughs> like she's more offended by killing lower class people than than actually killing people. <laughs> I mean, sure, I guess. I mean, killing anyone. No, not right, the best right. Thing taking a life is taking a life, but uh, yeah. At least she's fighting for the lower class. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Right. Like, stand up for them. Yeah, EP, I don't know, girl. You played yourself. You got yeah. yourself into the situation. Yeah, really. If I was Grace, I would have been like, no, we're not going back. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Part of me is like, I swear to God, I'm going to say this every episode. We're going to be like, well, maybe she was falling into the trap of his vampiric charms. <laughs> but I can't keep saying that every movie because mm-hmm. it's just like a crutch at that point. Although I'm sure it has to do with it. I but... mean, yeah, he seems nice and everything. And... <laughs> he seems fine. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I'm just... I wouldn't have got on the plane, is the thing. Right. Yeah, that was the first mistake. But we wouldn't have had a movie. So I feel like there would have been a better way to, like, set this in motion. Yeah, I think so, too. I think that's also why I was kind of disappointed by this whole, like, it's a family wedding thing. And it's like, there's other ways you could have got her here. Not so weirdly far-fetched family thing. I think the whole idea of it being surprised it's your wedding was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but just like just a stronger way to get her there besides just being I'm your long lost cousin. I feel like they overestimated how many people would give a shit about that. Right. They'd be like, okay, I don't know yeah. who you are. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. Like peace. I did the peace sign for those of you who can't, yeah. can't see me. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no. Not good. Okay, so time to discuss like this whole blood pact with the vampire thing. Yeah. In the movie I get that. Walter is obviously rich, but I'm like, how are you giving these families these things? Yeah, it's it's weird because it's like just because you're a vampire doesn't make you rich all of a sudden. Like, right. like what do what do you do? Like, yeah, what's your job. Nothing. Like no- he, he just claims that he's from like old family money or whatever. He doesn't really say what he does, so we just know he's fucking Dracula. Like <laughs> cryptocurrency <laughs> invests. Right. <laughs> Modern day vampirism. <laughs> You know, I bet, I bet that him and Lucy and Victoria just have, like, the biggest TikTok following, you know? Maybe. Yeah. Does Evie not have a phone? Right. Does she maybe, not have TikTok? Maybe they're, like, just, you know, doing a polyamory trend or something. and They're fucking influencers, Stephanie. Yes, it makes sense. Oh, like, my God. That I mean, is success now, so. I mean, good for them, I guess, but... <laughs> They're too old for that. Yeah, true, true. I barely understand TikTok. I don't know. I feel like Lucy might do like makeup tutorials or something. <laughs> I don't know about She's Victoria. She's still over a hundred years old, right? So, like, if you were born before the two thousands, you're gonna have a rough time with. Yeah, TikTok. I guess so. Okay. Although, if you're a vampire, I think you're more adapted to like learning new technology faster. Mm-hmm. Could you? I mean, could you imagine? Now that I think about it, like mm-hmm. living in a time without any technology. And watching that happen? Like, that's crazy. Right. That's strange. I mean, it makes a little sense of why he had all of her information printed out because he doesn't use the computer. Like, <laughs> like printing out. Mr. Fields brought it to him, probably. Yeah. yeah. Or like uh, back in the day, MapQuest, when he had to print <laughs> out your directions. Yeah. Is yeah. Because he probably was like, what's a website? Doesn't he mention about, he hates technology. He yeah. That. Right. 
clue. So yeah, they probably printed it out for him. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. Yeah, that's why he had a whole file. (laughs) He's like, oh, here we go. (laughs) What's a Facebook? Oh, well, Lisa tells me where she lived. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, what is this witchcraft? How did you find this? He has no idea what a website is. Yeah. Doesn't know what a computer is. Right. And he's like, and they just put all of their emotions on this? (laughs) What fools? I've been scared. Why would you give away such secrets? (laughs) I didn't Uh, even think about that. Yeah. Hmm. Also, I wonder what makes their specific family so special that, like, once all four of them are together, it'll just give them eternal youth. I don't. Why can't it just be some other bitch? (laughs) (laughs) I know there's four families. Well, they were looking specifically for the Alexander. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I feel like as long as the family brings them. Why does they have to be related? Yeah. Be like, here's just a woman. Right. Unless they want to keep it in, like, old blood, old money. Maybe. Like, wants to keep it in the family. I almost wonder if, like, they have distant relatives of vampires and stuff. But if he's Dracula, then he's, like, the OG. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Also, a thing that I speculated on about the whole family thing. Again, why he couldn't just get some other girl. If they're, like, so desperate to find another woman in the family, and it's been years, centuries, or whatever, should they be kind of, like, cut from the team and been like, okay, well, we got to bring a new family into this mix. Maybe. So, especially, like, if we're doing the math right on the whole Lucy thing. Yeah. Like, Lucy wasn't happening for centuries. Yeah, I mean, technically, since they live forever, once you bring him a female from your family, like, she's going to live forever. Are we done? Yeah. Are we good? Right. Like, this is just... Here's your woman. Just the one? Just the one? <laughs> yeah. Because that's fucked up. If you get another descendant of the Alexander, like, let's say another hundred years down the road, they're going to be two distant siblings married to the same man. Right? You know what I'm saying? I guess, assuming that something happened to the first one. Well, that's what I'm saying if he requires another one just on a whim. Oh. Like, I don't know. She made it seem like it had to be the four of them, which I don't understand. But Yeah, so we're done. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> right. happens, we're, we're good to go. Why did this take 600 years? Yeah. <laughs> and obviously, they haven't aged. No. Like, she still thinks he's, like, in his 20s or something, you know? And his makeup was not that great for when he aged. I was like, if he's really that old, like, he should have been decrepit. Yeah, he should have just died instantly. <laughs> right. Like... I mean, cool. Like, make him do all the cool vampire stuff, but... I wanted to see him look older. Yeah. Because he like just looked nasty like a... old man. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, at it. least make it worth fighting him. Like, <laughs> Yeah. No. He's just, um, like, an older gentleman at that point. Yeah, yeah. So. Just some 90-year-old man came and fought her. I was like, oh, okay. And she was still vampire. Like, you should have been able to take him no problem. Right. you were also a vampire at this point. Yeah. I mean, I guess she did. She Honestly, I feel did. like Victoria was more of a threat to her than oh, he was. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he was just kind of last minute. He should have, well, I was going to say he should have died first, and then the final battle would have been with Victoria, but she would have turned back to human if he died. Mm-hmm. But that would have been cooler if she was a human and killed the vampire. Right. Instead of just using her vampire powers for all but five minutes. Yeah, that's true. Honestly, a better ending would have been like she just killed the vampire. The other wives are set free, and they can continue a normal life after this point. I, I mean, I think Lucy would be cool with it. I don't think Victoria would. Oh, but. yeah. Lucy would have been down, but I wonder if they were released from the vampire. Oh, it's called a curse, you know? If she turns back to more like a normal person. Or would they die because they're so old? 
You know what I'm saying? Maybe. Also, I think the reason it worked for Evie was because he hadn't consumed her blood and finished the whole, like, union thing. Oh, maybe. So, assuming he's done that with the other two, you would hope at this point, honestly. Yeah. That, yeah, they might just turn to Ash because they're just vampires now. Yeah. Well, that's why I think that's why they died. That okay. way. But, but I think it would be interesting to, like, just set the other lives free. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But going back to cures, that's how you could cure this one. Just kill the person who bit you. Yeah, yes, all I. done now. Yeah, that was, like, the simplest thing ever. I was like, wow, I don't think this is a good idea. Like, <laughs> when she bit him, I was like, I don't, this isn't what you want, though, right? Like, Apparently. She's like, yeah, I'll just turn myself, like, completely on a whim. <laughs> Unless, uh, she probably was, like, willing to sacrifice herself. In a sense, to save everyone. Mm-hmm. At that point, I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt. She's like, I fucked up enough. <laughs> like, I, I got nothing to else work. to live for. It's right. fine. Let's, let's just end this. And it just happened to work out. So yeah. Good for you. Otherwise, we'll just work this all out in divorce court. Vampire divorce court. Yes. <laughs> that's the that's... sequel. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Give us money. Yes. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show and listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, giving us a five-star rating is super helpful, and we will always appreciate that. You can find us on social media using 13 Degrees of Screams. This has been 13 Degrees of Screams, and we will see you next sleep. Oh, closing, she's going, closing my coffin. You're going back to, to the back, word. Oh, to go back to sleep. Uh-huh. <laughs>